I'd like to welcome you to another episode of True Admissions. I'm Kent Barnes, your host, and today my guest is Bruce Epstein. He is an independent counselor with First Choice College Counseling. Bruce, welcome. It's great to have you. My pleasure, Kent. Thank you so much for having me on. Bruce, could you tell me a little bit about your business and your work as an independent counselor? Um, sure. I, I actually studied aeronautical engineering at MIT, but um, had a long career in software engineering. And about 20 years ago, a, a fellow MIT alum suggested I interview um, students applying to MIT. And I conducted maybe 100 interviews over about 10 years. And uh, at some point, I decided with my wife that we were going to um, start our own college counseling business, uh, First Choice College Counseling. And, uh, you know, since that time, we... Um, have spent a lot of time working with students, visiting colleges, educating ourselves, all those things. And um, our our focus has traditionally been um, STEM students and some student athletes in a handful of sports, but it's really expanded to not just, uh, you know, high achieving students uh, aspiring to the most selective colleges, but, you know, everyone from, you know, C and, you know, even D students hoping to just find a college that they can, um, uh, have a great experience at. We work with international students as well. And uh, we usually start working with students around their junior year, sometimes sophomores, very occasionally early as freshmen, but we're working with a lot of juniors now. So it's a, a timely discussion. Well, th- thanks, Bruce. And and that's the reason that we wanted to talk to you a little bit today is um, uh, about juniors. Uh, this is oftentimes prime time for juniors uh, and sometimes sophomores to begin their college search. They sometimes plan their spring break trip around visiting colleges and maybe start to uh, experiment a little bit with campus interviews. So I'm, I'm really glad to have the opportunity to talk to you a little bit about uh, juniors. You had written uh, an, just an outstanding email to the National Association for College Admissions Counseling's listserv about some advice you were giving to juniors Um uh, who were beginning the college search, and it was really inspiring to me, and and that's why I wanted to have you on as a guest of, of True Admissions. So I'd like to jump in with a couple of questions, and I want to start by asking you how you're advising juniors that you work with about navigating um, distance learning and online school uh, from 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 the high school perspective. Uh, they're they're experimenting with something new and experiencing something new, and and I'd I'd love to get your perspective on how you're advising them uh, on on how to navigate this this new uh, type of of learning and how it might fit into the college search. Yeah, it's a great question. There's I think there's two uh, parts of that. One is the actual learning at home, and so my advice for that is you know try to find a quiet place in your home if at all possible. Make sure you have a good internet. If you don't or can't afford internet at home, there are companies that are providing that for free now, like Verizon and Comcast. Um, if you don't have a laptop or a desktop, you know, try to um, contact your school or classmates to get one. So I'd say the first thing is make sure you have a great learning environment at home. Um, and there are lots of uh, online resources and things like that, that that people can take advantage of. But I think people underestimate how much being in a classroom with a teacher, you know, helps them focus and they need to, to try to do it their best they can at home with that. Um, that said, um, I think the other part of the question that juniors are sh- struggling with is like, well, what does it mean for their, you know, you know, college admissions type of, you know, future? And I'd say, 
you know, we're really encouraging students to focus on um, the learning the material and the education that they're getting and not worry so much about how it looks to colleges. Most high schools are probably going to be going to pass fail grading. Most universities will probably accept that at this, you know, extraordinary time due to coronavirus. So I'd say, um, you know, focus on learning the material. Don't worry so much about what it means per se for college admissions right now. Really great advice, Bruce. And and sort of what I'm uh, interpreting you as saying is relax, uh, focus on the now, uh, and and make sure that you're doing the work that is assigned, even if it is in a, a different manner. So I, I think that's incredibly valuable advice uh, to the the students who are engaging in something new. I'm interested uh, in an, in another angle on this, and and it has more to do with your your business in in college counseling as an independent counselor. And, and I'm really curious to to know what advice are you offering students uh, relating to navigating the beginning of the college search process uh, when they can't get out and they can't visit. What what are you recommending right now? Yeah, you know, again, another great question. Um, Every year we start our talks with students saying, you know, we're here to help take the stress out of your college success. And our first message is relax. You will find a college that loves you and that loves you back. So, you know, everyone in this profession, school counselors, teachers, admissions officers, they're all trying to, you know, every year put students first. And and this year is no exception. And, uh, you know, you know, there's a lot of aspects to that, not just academic, but, you know, personal growth, physical health, mental well-being. And, you know, the the schools are really, um, you know, bending over backwards to focus on the things that have really always been there as part of, uh, you know, holistic admissions. And so, you know, I say take it as it comes, focus on the, uh, you know, the things that have always been important for holistic missions, which are things like, um, uh, you know, what you're interested in doing and what you're passionate about and how you, uh, interact with others. You know, the, 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 as much as it feels different than previous years, it's really the more things change, the more they stay the same. The, the, the focus of the students has maybe changed, but colleges all along have been, you know, hoping that students aren't just focused on like, um, you know, doing things for a college search specifically, and that they're doing things that, you know, they really care about. So none of that's really changed, even though it feels so different this year. Great. I, I hear once again, that theme of, of relax uh, and focus on the here and now and not get ahead of yourself uh, in regard to the, the college search. I think that's really reassuring uh, advice. Bruce, are you seeing any best practices that are emerging uh, that colleges are offering to replace spring visits and, and interviews uh, for uh, students, uh, for colleges that, that offer interviews? Are you, are you seeing any best practices emerge? Um, absolutely. As you're probably aware, all of the colleges are thinking and talking about this. They're working so hard right now on the um, admitted students, the current high school senior, seniors with virtual tours, online chat sessions, one-on-one with admissions and other students. So I think you'll see them leverage all this technology experience and all the content like virtual tours that they're creating for high school students, um, for the seniors that, you know, even for students who are at the beginning of their search, it'll benefit them as well. I think there will be 
um, windows in maybe June, July, or August when college campuses are open for visits. And um, so don't stress about that. If you're a junior who hasn't visited colleges yet, that's fine. Um, when you do have the opportunity, you just at least visit a few of different types. And like, uh, you know, then other people who are more familiar and have visited them before can say, oh, it's this college you didn't have a chance to visit is like that one. Or they're, you know, you might prefer these colleges that are in the same geographical region or size or, or athletic conference, whatever it may be. So you, so one big tip is to relate the colleges you have visited or do know about to the ones maybe you didn't have the chance to, to visit. And that's always true. We have international students, students on both coasts who can't, you know, fly cross country. And, um, you know, my two daughters, one wanted to visit 50 campuses and the other wanted to visit zero. And they both found colleges they were happy at. So so there's a lot that you can learn on campus. I definitely recommend it. But juniors and, and sophomores, by the time they're admitted, I'm hoping the campuses will be open in uh, the spring. And in the meantime, um, you know, talk with your school counselors, talk with uh, your teachers and, and uh, parents. And, uh, you know, a lot of them have attended or visited these colleges, and that's a, a great place to start. As far as interviews, I don't expect that to change a lot. Um, the interviews usually aren't until uh, the fall or even the winter, January. And so hopefully things are back to normal by then. But if not, you can do a lot of those things um, remotely, you know, by video. I think the real emphasis is that, um, you know, the things like essays and your activities and recommendations from your teachers um, always have generally a greater impact than interviews, and, and that'll still be the case this coming year. Really great advice and perspective. Thank you, Bruce. I, I really value the advice that you're providing to students about those experiences. You know, I this is my 28th year doing this, and I would say that the more things change the more they stay the the same as you recommend you know getting out there and visiting a, a large place and a medium place and a small place and then using that experience to sort of uh, place that on on colleges that might be on a student's list so really valuable advice uh, I'm going to maybe challenge you with this question but but what are, are three of the most important pieces of advice you're you're providing to juniors uh, right now uh, yeah um, I guess in in no particular order I think my top three would be as, as follows. Number one, like relax and think clearly. Things are chaotic. They're bound to change. You know, you have to plan to be maybe working, studying from home for months, not necessarily just days or weeks, and you don't need to do it all today. So number one, react, relax and think clearly. Number two, I'd say use this time wisely. You know, um, you have the chance to be self-directed, uh, find an activity or a passion that's meaning to you, meaningful to you, learn to play guitar if you haven't, practice violin if you love it, you know, write a poem, paint a picture, make sure you get exercise, you know, use this time to do stuff that is meaningful to you because ultimately that brings you happiness and frankly it's what colleges, you know, are interested in, you know, what what's meaningful to you becomes meaningful to them. And then number 3, although not necessarily third, um, maybe first on the list is you know, it's okay to be overwhelmed, to be anxious or even depressed from this. Um, you know, don't worry so much about college. Worry more about keeping yourself and your family and your grandparents healthy. Ultimately, they're way more important than college. So, you know, it's all right to be anxious about um, the health crisis, but um, hopefully keep it in perspective and, and college isn't as, as uh, 
worrisome as you may um, think it is at this point. Really helpful advice. Relax, use your time wisely to pursue your passion and, and put your family uh, and your health first. That That's incredible advice, regardless of what order uh, you place those things in, Bruce. I, I really appreciate that. And I think that's actually something that I could use also. What you, what is your thought? Uh, do, does COVID-19 and the coronavirus become a source for, for many essays as an illustration of, of grit and resiliency? Uh, each time there's sort of a crisis uh, in our country, it becomes the source of a lot of uh, essays. Or is this one going to be a little too hot to handle or too, uh, as they sometimes say, is it too soon? Do you have a perspective on that? Well, I think, you know, there's a source of discussion uh, among, uh, you know, independent and other college counselors. Um, I think it's going to be a very common topic. I, I don't necessarily recommend that. Um, I don't think that students really realize that a, a admissions officer may be reading a thousand essays. And if yours is the, you know, number 300 that covers uh, coronavirus, it, there's really no where to go with it that's going to advance your candidacy, frankly. Um, so I'd really recommend that unless students literally, you know, were involved with, uh, you know, developing a test or a vaccine or personally sewed a thousand face masks for their local hospital, I, I'd really recommend they, they stay away from that as a topic. I'd focus on what they did during this time, which may not have anything per se to do with coronavirus. And, um, you know, you really need to to demonstrate the, the qualities and the activities and the interests that are important to you and let the reader infer whether that means you have grit or resiliency. As we, as we always say, show, don't tell. So I would, I would recommend most students avoid this as a topic unless you know, they have a very compelling reason to focus on it. Bruce, for all of the students and the parents who are listening to True Admissions, I hope that this is the piece of advice that they they take with them. Um, your example of that admissions officer reading a thousand essays all about coronavirus and, and COVID-19, that's right on the money. Um, but uh, I think also your advice that if they can connect personally to this, uh, there, there may be some real value. So really important perspective. A couple more questions I have for you, Bruce. Thanks for your patience and great perspective uh, in sharing with the audience of True Admissions uh, your, your valuable expertise. I, I'm, I'm hearing increasingly from my um, friend group uh, that, that some juniors are concerned about their viability with colleges and getting in if they have a semester or a half a semester uh, that, that doesn't have any grades, uh, that, that is pass, no pass uh, because of distance learning. Are, are you advising uh, or reassuring students uh, in this? And are you hearing this from your client base that there's concern about pass, no pass? Um, what, what's, what's your thought and perspective on this, Bruce? Um, I've heard the concern. Um, frankly, I've heard it more from um students who are applying to medical school or other graduate school programs are worried about it. Um, honestly, it, it, it rings a little hollow in the sense that like, if you're lucky enough that your biggest problem is whether you got an A plus, then you're in really good shape, you know? So in some sense, privileged students are in the same boat. Um, there are a lot of students who may not have a home computer or internet, or they may even be homeless or not getting meals outside of their school where some students get one or even two meals a day. So I really, you know, try to 
help my students and, and all students and my own children, you know, keep things in perspective. If your biggest worry is that a past damages your future, then frankly, your future is probably already quite bright. Um, and if you do want to advance your case for college admissions, focusing on that sort of thing does not help your case. It actually makes you less attractive to your dream school. So, you know, it's a chance to demonstrate empathy. It's a chance, as uh, John McCain said, to, to find a purpose larger than yourself. Um, I hope that this is not uh, the focus of students' lives. I recognize that it is. But, you know, don't confuse the praise or the achievement with the actual accomplishment. You can learn just as much, if not more, while not worrying about the grade. So learn the material. Um, and if it's truly education that motivates you, you'll do much better um, in college admissions and beyond. Great advice. Thank you very much, Bruce. Two last questions. Um, given the movement recently, uh, and, and by a lot of colleges in response to coronavirus, to move to test optional, um, are, and, and of course, with the cancellation of so many spring standardized tests, the ACT and the SAT and the TOEFL, are you advising students any differently uh, given uh, test optional admissions uh, and the cancellation uh, of exams? Yeah, I, th I think it's um, surprising to a lot of students to understand the, the status of testing as it is. Um, depending how you measure it, there's three or 4,000 colleges in the U.S. Well over 1,000 have already been test optional. There's a, a fairtest.org list them all. Um, more and more schools prior to coronavirus were going test optional, even, you know, highly, highly selective universities like University of Chicago. So um, testing has already, I think, been on the decline as, a, as an emphasis. If you've completed your standardized testing already, that's fine. You can submit them. If you haven't, that's fine, too. It's really not going to make any difference for my students or for most students where they'll apply or, or be admitted. And I'd say focus on what you can control, the activities you undertake, your essays, your teacher recommendations, you know, learning all the material, you know, in class and beyond class. And, you know, really the point of high school is to learn the material, not to be tested on it. So I think standardized testing, you know, has been declining its importance and this will accelerate it and, you know, focus on the things that are that are more meaningful, both uh, in the short term and the long term, like your family, your health, uh, you know, your faith, your education, et cetera. And, and standardized testing, like the question about uh, past, no past grades, isn't going to, to change the majority of situations. That's a perfect entry to my last and, and final question uh, for you, Bruce. Uh, my daughter, Martha, is uh, 15. Uh, she's going to be a junior next year. Uh, and of course, won't be taking a standardized test this spring. What should I be telling her to reassure her that she's going to be okay when it comes uh, time to apply to college? I I'm asking you, Bruce, because I she's not going to ask me uh, for any advice in this. But but you as an independent counselor, somebody who advises many students, uh, might be able to, to help me reassure her if, if she needs to be reassured about this. Yeah, you know, I laugh because... Uh nobody's kids listen to their parents, right? So so my kids don't listen to me about college counseling any more than, than some other kid listens to their parents. Um, I, I'd say, you know, what I've learned as a parent over the years is that it's really the things that you don't talk about and don't intend to communicate that the, the students and kids actually pick up on the most. 
So I think that, you know, it's a very common question, not just this year. How do I reassure my student? How do I take the pressure off them? But often those parents are simultaneously talking about visiting or standardized tests or other college preparation things like on a daily basis. So I'd say um, you really, you know, you no matter what you say out loud, they're going to interpret it differently. And it's really the behavior you model. So certainly, you know, clear the air if your daughter wants to talk about it, certainly talk to her, but say, look, it's going to work out. Our health is the first and most important thing. You know, you're under stress. We're under stress. Like, let's let's deal with it as best we can and not add to it by focusing on colleges. And and then you really have to model that behavior, right? Like we all have our own stresses with health and money and jobs and, and you know, uh, things that break around the house and things like that. And so, you know, take care of yourself as a parent, invite the kids along, go for a walk, you know, play catch in the yard, um, you know, do some yoga, do a jigsaw puzzle or, you know, binge watch Tiger King or whatever's popular on Netflix. Just let them see you um, dealing with your stress and that'll help them get the um, skills to deal with it. And, you know, you can, you can bring up college and um, admissions, uh, you know, in a couple months when the when a lot of the chaos has subsided. I think, um, frankly, there's a lot of pressure on our school kids all years. Um, they could use the break and we can treat this kind of like an extended snow day. And and it's not some ticking time bomb that they have to do things by, you know, a certain date. Uh, the world will will move on. So you know, I'd say relaxing as a parent is the most important thing you can do to help your student relax as well. Awesome, Bruce. Great advice. And although we haven't been watching uh, Tiger King, uh, we have been watching Friday Night Lights uh, as a family and Martha is loving it. And actually this week was uh, when uh, Julie Taylor visits a bunch of colleges in Boston. Um, uh, And Martha asked, well, is that what it's really like? And I said, oh, no, no. And I used your term, Bruce. I told Martha, just relax. You got plenty of time to think about colleges. So really helpful advice. Bruce, I'd like to thank you for taking uh, time with True Admissions. You've been an outstanding guest and you provide uh, incredible information for uh, the students uh, who we serve and and students across the country. So thank you so much for being with us again today, Bruce. It's been my pleasure and uh, I appreciate all you're doing. I know you're on the front lines this time of year and every year. so, So good luck to you as well. Thank you so much. I'd like to thank you for tuning in to another episode of True Admission. I look forward to the next episode, and I want to wish you the best. This is Kent Barnes signing off.